Welcome to Mihinte on Air on 100.5 and 790 News Radio WSGW and online WSGW.com. Now, here is your host, Larry Rodarte. Good evening, buenos noches to all those listening. I hope your summer is going well. There are a lot of events now happening in our area as we try to get back to normalcy. Part of what is so important today is helping our mindset during these turbulent times. And part of our health is relaxing and enjoying ourselves in our community. Well, there is a group called Positive Results, formerly Pride, that puts on a great event in downtown Saginaw at the Morley Plaza called Friday Night Live. I know many have come for the different theme nights because they have different themes throughout the summer. And today I have the Executive Director of Positive Results with us, Mrs. Jeannie Conger. Hello, Jeannie. Welcome to Mi Gente on Air. Hello, Larry, and thanks for having me. Thanks for being with me. And I am so happy that Positive Results is continuing with Friday Night Live after last year. I believe they didn't have it because of the COVID uh, uh, pandemic. And we're back. We're back with Friday Night Live starting on July 16th. Was that's the first, correct. That was and we're the first excited day. too. That was the first day, right? Right. That's the first day. And, mm-hmm. so, and so, tell me, you know, Positive Results Downtown Saginaw, you know, is an organization of volunteers formed to develop and promote downtown Saginaw, and it was started in 1975. It's like 45 years ago, right? That's correct. And, and I wasn't here at the beginning, by the way. <laughs> no, but you are in a big way now. And how many years have you been a part of the organization? Twenty-five years All I've right. been doing this, and, yeah. and, and we're celebrating this year with uh, Friday Night Live the twentieth anniversary. Correct? Well, actually, we're a little past that. We're like at the twenty. It would be our twenty-third year, but. Um, uh, you can't count last year, so I would say 22 years of doing this event. Yeah, that's incredible. And, you know, we're going to be in the same predicament when we celebrate Cinco de Mayo in May because for two years we haven't done it because of the pandemic. So how do we, where do we go from, you know, we celebrated the 40th anniversary of Cinco de Mayo in Saginaw, and then what do we call the next one? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we have to figure that out. Yeah, kind of in a quandary there. But anyways... Tell me a little bit more about your organization, uh, Positive Results. Well, actually, we were formed uh, by the city, the uh, Junior Achievement, and some business leaders in downtown Saginaw back in 1975, as you mentioned, uh, when all of the business that we had, you know, we were a big retail center here, and when all the businesses uh, moved out to the malls, they were really big, and it just devastated downtown. So we were formed to try to help with business retention and bringing in new business and and just kind of trying to revitalize downtown Saginaw again. Yeah, I you know, I'm old enough to remember downtown when it was thriving in the late 60s. And I was with my mom uh, going to Weekelman's and Weekman's. <laughs> and it's, it's funny because now here we are, like you mentioned, the malls kind of t- robbed our downtown, and now the mall's being robbed by the Internet and Amazon. And exactly. It's, and it's, it's kind of funny how things go in circles, you know. But 
I, I think in the last, I would say, good 10 years, Saginaw's been uh, up and coming again. We're, we're coming back, and I see some great things, of course. Friday Night Live has been a big part of that. Every Friday during the summer, um, you know, from mid-July to almost uh, the end of August, we've got great themed uh, events from Latin Fiesta, which we're going to talk about a lot, as well as Motown and Riverfront Music Fest, tribute to Chicago. So all that is coming uh, to our area, to Saginaw, with the return of Friday Night Live. And Jeannie Conger, who is the executive uh, director of Positive Results, is here to talk about that. So tell me, Jeannie, Positive Results. A lot of people knew it as Pride. Can you tell me a little bit about that name change in there? Sure. Well, um, as you were just mentioning, how everything was exploding downtown here, where everything was building up again, and uh, and the uh, Civic Center, which became the Dow, and they had all those events happening, and, and it would get so busy down here with everything happening at the Temple Theater and people coming back downtown. A lot of our focus has been to bring people back downtown because it had such a bad reputation we wanted to show people that it really is a good place to invest and to to come down, that it's safe and it's clean. So we did that through our events. And when everything started happening, um, my board uh, was talking about it and said, you know, people don't really know that we're a part of this. And, and so if you break out our acronym, it says it stands for Positive Results in a Downtown Environment. So um, the board decided that maybe we should do business as positive results downtown, and then that would tie us into all of the revitalization, which was our goal, in downtown. I will admit, though, that we did meet with a lot of people who said, you know, we really know you as pride. Mm -hmm. So what we did is we added pride back into it. So now we know we're positive results downtown Saginaw, also known as pride. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I I always knew it as pride, and so many other people did. And I think that's... uh, you know, a good name, a good name that will, you know, resonate with a lot of people. And uh, it's it's a good move on you guys' part. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and tell me now, the Saginaw Board of Positive Results is made up of a number of different community leaders, correct? It is. Uh-huh. And, and uh, you know, you got you guys have a lot of sponsorship to make your events happen and i you know i see a lot of different uh, corporations and names some of the big hitters and it's really important that our people support this effort because the you know the, the whole community at large because not only do you guys put on friday night live you also put on the memorial day parade that is is big and then the christmas parade correct yeah, we, we probably do about eight events throughout the year. We start out with doing Bringing Back the Ice, and that's where we teamed up with the people at Hoyt Park to bring ice skating back to uh, down to Hoyt Park. You'll probably yeah. remember that. Mm-hmm. And, and then we uh, do an outhouse race, which is a fun event. Uh, we also teamed up with uh, Saginaw Spirit to help them host uh, Ice Blast, in February, and that's kind of a, um, a winter festival type thing to have happening. And then we do, as you mentioned, the Memorial Day Parade. We also do Friday Night Live is our big one. And then in the fall, we do Harvest Days at the Saginaw Farmer's Market. And uh, we then do 
holidays in the heart of the city, which is the city lighting ceremonies oh, and, yes. and all of that, and followed by the Christmas parade. Yeah. And I will mention, if I may, we are going to take on an, another event this year. We've been um, approached by Saginaw Harvest Table, and uh, they did that a couple years ago and now have found they, they could use some help in making that event go. It was a very successful dinner event out in out in the park along the river and so we signed up to do that so wow, busy busy schedule huh right and you're exactly right with our funding and i appreciate you mentioning that it is um if it was we are supported mo- only by grants the general public and the businesses that sponsor the events so um that's how we we manage to uh stay afloat Yes, and I know that uh, WSGW uh, News Radio, which uh, is part, we're a part of the, the our show is part of the, the WSGW family, is also uh, a sponsor, and they're going to be sponsoring the Riverfront Music Fest for Friday Night Live on July twenty third, and on July thirtieth, uh, we have the Latin Fest Fiesta, which is going to have Charisma Band and the Bad Boys, and I want you to tell me a little bit. Jeannie, about your experience with Latin Fiesta. Oh, it's my favorite, I have to say, because it's just so much fun. Um, We get a lot of people. It's one of our biggest nights, and I love to watch the dance floor. The dance floor (laughs) is always full. You know, we bring in a portable dance floor, and we set that up, and and it's constantly packed. and, And just to watch the people dancing, and they don't necessarily have to have a partner to dance. Everybody right. just gets on the floor and dances, and I just love it. I'm so tempted to drop what I'm doing and get out there and get in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, do you notice uh, something about the the Latino community here in Saginaw when they're on that dance floor that they dance in circles? Well, they yeah they they keep moving right around the whole dance floor. It's all, it's great. Yeah, do you and see it, that in other uh, in other uh, event nights for Latin, Friday Night Live, or is that just no. something particular for the Latin community? That's very unique to you. Yeah, you know we have dancers, but they're usually people out there dancing with a partner and and just you know doing whatever the dance fits with the music. But no, when you get Latin night, um, you've got people constantly on the dance floor, and and they're everybody's having fun. Yeah. They all have a big smile on their face. Yeah, yeah, and we have our dances at the Union Civica Mexicana, and it's always so nice. That's probably one of my the the great feel good feelings that I have when I'm there is to watch people dancing, enjoying themselves, smiling, just jamming to the rhythms, you know. And I think that dancing in circles that the way we do the Latino community in Saginaw is unique to maybe the Tejano genre, which is celebrated in um, Lansing, Flint, Saginaw. But once you get out of those communities, you don't see too much of that circle dancing that we're oh, talking I didn't about. Know that. Yeah, and even down in Texas, they say, "What are you guys doing?" When they come up, sometimes we have visitors. They're like, "You guys dance like that?" And they're they're questioning it. But that's something that we've always done, and I think it's unique to Saginaw, really. And you know, like I mentioned, those other communities, Lansing and Flint, those that mm-hmm. really celebrate down on music. So, and I want to go through the schedule real quick, just so our listening audience can also hear about some of the other days for Friday Night Live. So. Uh, 
We had already the July 16th, a tribute to Chicago. July 23rd is the Riverfront Music Fest that I mentioned. And then Mm -hmm. July 30th, the Latin Fiesta. Mm-hmm. And August sixth, we're going into August, and downtown hoedown. That's that's got to be a blast. And uh, August thirteenth, Michigan made. What? Tell me about that one. Oh, I see Bob Seger tribute. Yeah, and so th- those are acts that come straight from Michigan. So. Oh, okay. We're um, going to center around the talent we have right here in Michigan. Awesome, awesome, and then August twentieth. Uh, the big one, there's a big one that night with Motown Music F- Festival. Right, that's another really popular uh, night. And what's going to be a little more unique about that night is that we have uh, Denise Davis and the Motor City Sensation oh, yeah. coming in. And they actually will bring in some of the um, uh, female Motown artists that we really haven't had in the past too much of. So uh, we'll get to see some of the Gladys Knight, things like that, that you, you haven't traditionally seen, been able to hear mm-hmm. on our other groups that we've had in. Okay, okay. And on Friday Night Lives, uh, part of the whole event, uh, along with the music, is also the vendors. You have the different vendors coming out um, to provide food to the attendees. Can you tell me what vendors that you may have this year? Sure. Well, we've got probably about nine or ten of them, Mm -hmm. and we'll have some of our our, um, stead-by-fast vendors, T&T, concessions, uh, Al Fairlitos will be joining us. Uh, We've got uh, Big Earl's Barbecue coming in. Uh, This year we'll have pizza back. Uh, Papa John's Pizza will be on site. And then we always have the Cool Carts to Go, which has the hot dogs and things. Uh, Divine Taste of Chicago will uh, will be back with us. And um, uh, I'm trying to think of a Deborah's Honey's uh, Potatoes. Um, mm-hmm. She has her potatoes, and she'll also be doing some other things. We also have this year, we've had a lot of requests for things like fish and, and fried cod, so we've got some of that coming in. And we also have the Waffle um, Hut is coming in, oh, and wow. uh, he's going to be doing, uh, I, I, I can't wait to see this, he's going to be doing fried lobster. Oh, wow, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> that is going to be awesome. Now, now, are those mostly going to be every week, or is that uh, particular to one particular day? That'll be most weeks. Most of the vendors are coming all the time. Um, there's a few that will be off here and there, you know, on different weeks, but that's pretty much the uh, the schedule for the six weeks. Okay, yeah, and we had Tony uh, Garza here a few weeks ago talking about El Faralito and the history and on, and we and he did mention that he was going to be there Friday Night Live at the end of the show. So he gave you guys a plug, and I'm happy to see that uh, he's continuing on and is a big part of the tradition of Friday Night Live. Yeah, you know El Faralito's Tony. They've been with, um, they've worked with our organization over. Uh, Gee, as long as I've been here, so he's been with us before that, and and I always have to give uh, Tony kudos because when uh, Pride would try a new event, and when you know you know yourself, 
when you do a new event, uh, you never know how it's going to turn out, if you're going to get the crowds. And, and it can be chancy for a vendor to try it, but Tony would always stay, you know, step up to the plate and say, oh, Jeannie, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> that, sound, that sounds just like him, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and, 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 you know, Jeannie, we at the Union Civica Mexicana, we did it a few years, and we had a blast out there. And do you remember a few years back, um, probably five, six years ago, we were all out there Friday Night Live. It was hot. It was a hot summer day. The music was great. We were all enjoying ourselves. And then all of a sudden, they start. the wind started picking up. And it picked up. And it picked up. And all of a sudden, we were all, we have all found ourselves running for cover uh, in the parking lot across from the Temple Theater. Because I don't know, was that a tornado or what was hitting? But the security and cops were waving to us, get it, get undercover, get undercover, and, and uh, tables were flying in, the, in uh, the tents that we had set up. Do you remember that? I do remember everybody running for cover and, and especially into the parking ramp. I don't think it was a tornado, but it definitely was a, a nice little uh, storm coming in. Yeah, because yeah. It, it actually knocked, it knocked down the mural that was on the building, the bank building, uh, Huntington, mm-hmm. that was done by David Torres. And I remember uh, seeing that, and I thought, oh, that beautiful mural that has such history, you know, for our community. And um, mm-hmm. and I was looking from that, like, that parking lot, like I said, across from the temple. We were all to cover. We were all like, what just happened? Right, <laughs> because we, right, we were, we, Yeah, we were enjoying Friday Night Live, and all of a sudden this huge, massive, like, winds just picked up and rain, and we all got rained on, and it, it was actually a yeah. blast. <laughs> well, you know, and we've been pretty lucky. I mean, I've knock on wood, but we've been pretty lucky with the weather over the years. I, I think in the 20-some years that we've done this, we've maybe had four, I hate to say this word, rainouts. Mm. So um, I have to I have to think on that because I never like to use that word during Friday Night Live. But I think we've only had about four of them. Really? So, in all that time, 27 years? Yeah, well, about 22 years, and yeah, I, I think we've only had maybe four, possibly five times when we had to cancel because of, of the weather. Wow, wow. So we've so, been lucky. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, Jeannie Conger, volunteer for so many years, and now uh, the executive director of, of uh, Positive Results, Pride in Saginaw, what makes you tick in regards to being so involved in your community? Well, that's very nice of you to say that. I actually, um, so when I started this job 25 years ago, it started out as a little part-time job, and, and um, we kind of built it into all these extra events and things. And I have to give kudos to my husband, Jim, and my family, because everything I did, they were right there helping. Mm-hmm. My husband's always right here. He's He's setting up tents. He's doing this and that. And I really have to give the credit to how all of this goes to all the volunteers that that come in because all the events we do we get hundreds of volunteers but um i just think i kind of fell into something i enjoy doing my biggest thing is i love the people and i love meeting all these people and working with all these people and i i'm just amazed at people that will come forward Say you have a problem, you're doing an event, and you probably see this happen with you too, Larry, that we're doing an event, we run into a a brick wall, and oh boy, how are we going to get this done? There's always somebody in this community that steps forward and helps you solve the problem. 
Yes, and, and one of that persons is you, Jeannie, because I know we've had issues with the single de mile parade and I say call Jeannie. <laughs> I say, <laughs> well that's call sweet Jeannie. of you to say. But, you know, I think we just have a great community of people and, and sometimes it makes me sad when I hear people well, it doesn't sometimes. It always makes me sad when I hear people diss the, the community of Saginaw and and they say, you know, not so nice things because I'm thinking you should get involved. You don't know this community and you don't know these people and the people that live here are are great set of people who would would do anything for you. Yes, you know? yes, and that's exactly how I feel about Saginaw as well and, and the different events that are popping up, especially now. Um, with Friday Night Live coming back, and we had the the Saginaw Old City Lawn Chair Festival. That's awesome as well. And so there really are good things that are happening in Saginaw. And I know Mm -hmm. that the Saginaw uh, Positive Results is a big part of that. And I thank you guys for for so many years for doing this. And Doc Nash, Dr. Jack Nash comes to mind, and uh, Mm -hmm. uh, my friend Terry Hibbard, who was on the board uh, when she was here. And there's so many through the years that have been a part of this, and it's essential for a community like ours to um, have uh, an organization like uh, Positive Results. Well, thank you, Larry. We really appreciate that. I, I do. We do have a great board of of directors that, you know, they they're always reaching their hand out. They always are there to help. So, very. They've been a really great group of people to work with. Yeah, yeah, and I I hope that this will continue because there is a lot of positive things in a, in a you know in twenty twenty one in a year when we need to get out again in the community. We need to see each other. We need to hug. We need to celebrate life. We need to dance. <laughs> right, that, right. And, that, and that's what I feel like. July 30th, Latin Fiesta, you're going to get a massive crowd out there this year, and you're going to get people dancing and having a good time. They're going to be in the beer tent. I'm going to be there. <laughs> I hope well, great. And I'm get it. <laughs> You know, and, and I, I bought out all of the sombreros I could find at um, Hayes. So the first 250 people who come will get a free hat. All right. Now, so. you, you do that at some of the other events, too, theme nights, correct? Yep, yep. We will have, um, we'll have some cowboy hats for uh, Country Night, uh, which is downtown Hoedown. Um, the uh, Riverfront Music Fest night, we've got... Uh, some fedoras with peace signs on them. Or <laughs> they're, they're pretty colorful hats, but they were pretty popular last time we did it. So we said, okay, we'll do it again. Awesome. So, that is yeah, awesome. Yeah, we're going to have a something, a giveaway each week, something. I think the first week, this Friday, we'll be giving out sunglasses. And so every week we've got something for the first 200, 250 people. What are you doing for Motown Night? Motown Night... Uh, what, what were we doing for Motown night? Now you caught me off guard. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think what we were doing because we were, uh, let's well, see, we've got fans for Michigan Made Night. Well, um, you've got a, you've got plenty of time to get ready for that one because that's at the end of the, the season, August 20th, Motown Music Festival. But today we're talking mostly about the Latin Fiesta. And I want to just mention that uh, this year again, that's going to be July 30th with Charisma Band from Holland, Michigan, and Gabriel Bruciaga and the Bad Boys from Adrian, Michigan. They are the lineup for Fiesta Night Latin Fiesta 
for Friday Night Live. Two great Tejano bands from Michigan. And I just want to thank Jeannie Conger for being with us today on Mi Gente on Air as she talks about Friday Night Live and the great contribution to our community. So thank you so much, Jeannie. Thank you, Larry. Thank you so much. And we'll be back talking a little bit more about the Latin Fiesta at Friday Night Live with one of the stars of that night, Gabriel Bruciaga of the Bad Boys from Adrian, Michigan. We'll be back. This is Mihinta On Air on WSGW. You're listening to Be Hinte on Air on WSGW. Hello, hello, welcome back, Mi Hinte. And we're so happy that Friday Night Live is starting up again in Saginaw. It really is a plus for our area, and I know it's always a joyful occasion to see friends out and about and enjoying good music and just enjoying life. After uh, you know a hiatus from the event last year in 2020, I think we're all ready to just get out and dance and enjoy the music, Tejano music, Cojunto music. Well, for Latin Fiesta this year on July 30th, Charisma Band from Holland, Michigan will be in tow, as well as Gabriel Bruciaga and the Bad Boys from Adrian, Michigan. They're part of the lineup, two great Tejano bands. And joining me today is a longtime musician who started out with his family at a very young age many years ago and is still jamming on the accordion and will be performing Friday Night Live, Mr. Gabriel Bruciaga of the Bad Boys. Gabriel, how are you doing, bud? Real good. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to be talking with you all and uh, announcing this dance. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, as you said, many years of uh, talent coming your way on July 30th. Me, I'm, I'll be bringing my band, the Bad Boys, and we'll be performing the best in Tejano and Cojunto music for everyone in Saginaw, Michigan. All right, all right. And tell me, I want to know a little bit about the history because your family, the Burciagas of Adrian, Michigan, I remember you and your brother and your sister performing probably over close to 30 years ago in Saginaw at a graduation party. But how long have you actually been doing this? And tell me your story. Well, first of all, I started when I was 12 years old. Um, my dad had got us into music as young, young kids. Um, we were on the road until I was 12, but we were playing before that, uh, practicing, trying to get ready uh, for the road. When we were about five, six years old, I um, actually started on drums. And then I went to bass, and then uh, I just finally told my dad one day, I said, I want to play accordion. He goes, you want to play accordion? He goes, I'm a drummer. You're going to be a drummer. I said, no, no, no. I said, I see my passion with accordion. So uh, make a long story short, they bought me my first accordion when I was 12, and we started on the road when I was 12 years old. Uh, six months after I got the accordion, I had showed them that I was really, really interested in, in playing and playing the accordion. And uh, from there, it just took off, and I just have, you know, I still have that passion for playing and to go and to see people having a great time. And when I see the people 
dancing and having a great time, that just gives, gives me so much joy and it brings me, you know, so much happiness to see uh, just people enjoying themselves and out and then having a good time, you know, and all that. Yeah. So it all started when I was really, when we were real little kids, little chavalos, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, like I said, we were, we were practicing and practicing diligently in the, there in our home. And then, uh, from there, it just took off. Once, once I got the accordion, my brother was still, you know, he started off on the drums and actually I have my brother back with me now. Uh, so it's my brother, Isaiah Bursiaga and myself, Gabriel Bursiaga. Um, so we're trying to incorporate him also in the band. He'll be doing a lot of my lead singing, um, on that day, uh, that July 30th. Wow. Uh, here, there in Saginaw. Yeah. So, so did your family, did you come from a musical family? Was your dad really involved with music? And, and by the way, uh, what was your dad's name? We got to introduce him, uh, yep. on the show and, and tell me a little bit about that background. Well, first of all, my dad was a professional drummer. Um, even before I was born, he was actually making a living off of playing drums, um, playing country music and Tejano and Conjunto music. Um, at an early age, he also started right around 12 years old on the road. Um, and he played, actually, when we started, he was the original drummer. And then um, he started showing my brother how to play drums and myself, because one of us, he needed a drummer. Um, so he, then he could sing. Um, so my dad was my drummer, my singer in the very beginning. But, um, yeah, my dad started uh, back in the 60s, I want to say, uh, maybe mid to late 60s. He started on drums. Um, and he had played professionally for 40 years. And then uh, when the day came when my brother got better than my dad on drums, I told my dad, now you can move to manager, and I'm my brother, and Isaiah can move <laughs> to being a drummer. <laughs> yeah, so so he kind of he got demoted and promoted at the same time. <laughs> wow, wow, okay, and, so, and his and his first yeah. name is what? You know him as Dad, David. Yeah, David Bursiaga. Oh, yeah, and uh, he uh, he still goes with us. He's still on the road. Um, he pretty much has handed the reins to me and my brother now. Um, in the last, like say, ten years. Um, you know, kind of wanting to move out of that managing position, but still going on the road, uh, helping us out with sound. And, and I just call him my, my road manager now. Basically, he's just there for support. He's there, um, and, you, and, you know, people want to talk to him about a booking or a gig. He's, he, he knows way more than my brother and I put together, but we're learning every, you know, every day and every week from him um, all the, the knowledge that he has. But to, to go back even further, his dad was a multi talented musician, um, and he was from uh, Houston, Texas. Wow. Uh, my grandpa, Jose Borciaga, and he actually played maybe like seven to ten instruments. And I remember him, when I was a young kid, seeing him play. Uh, I actually, when I, when I first bought my first accordion, I took it over to my grandpa. He played the accordion. He put the accordion out. He picked up the vajo. He picked up the violin. And he could play all these instruments very, very good. So that's where our, a lot of our musical talent and, uh, you know, comes from first, first and foremost from God. And we give glory and thanks to God for our talent. And then my, my grandpa, Jose Borciaga, uh, which was my dad's dad. And then, uh, my mom's dad also played accordion and his name was Juan Heredia and he played a little bit, he dabbled in it, but, um, we, we get it from both sides and they both were from Texas. So we believe that it was just in their blood. And then they brought it, you know, from Texas to here to Michigan. And we just, you know, we're not from Texas, but our, our roots are from Texas. And, and that's why we um, enjoy playing. And that's why we really um, have a passion for the music because like, you know, growing up um, at my living uh, with my grandpa, um, my mom's dad, he had music on every morning. I'd wake up at the, you know, at his house and, 
I tell you what, there's music on every day, so it, there was no lack of music for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it seems like yeah. that is kind of the the, the pattern that uh, we see with musicians in uh, today. I know that uh, Champ Garcia, Isaac Garcia, uh-huh. you know, uh, Conto yep. Champs, same story. Yep. His father and his father before him, and his mother's father, Neto Garza, and um, his father's mm-hmm. father, uh, Mr. Garza, Garcia, who just passed away uh, mm-hmm. from COVID. We lost him. And so, I mean, there's just really a, a, a history of musicianship within these families. And we're so fortunate that. Somebody along the, the the line decided to come to Michigan from Texas and bring that musical uh, talent with them. And so kudos to your family, your father and his father, and to Champ's uh, lineage as well, because that's what yes. we have in terms of the music that we dance to. And sometimes, I'm going to say this, sometimes even our local bands play actually better than some of the the, the bands that come from Texas. I might get in trouble yeah, for that. <laughs> it, it, well, it, it's not it's not where you're from. It's, it's where your heart is. Yes. And see, we have always, and we do this for a hobby. We do it on the side. You know, all the, all the guys in my band and I, you know, we, we work, we have full-time jobs. Um, but we, when we do the music, um, we definitely don't say, Oh, it's just a hobby. We're just doing it for the weekend. We really, really, really put like myself, I put 110% into, you know, getting the best equipment, getting the best light show, getting the best, you know, accordions or whatever I, it may be to, to perform at the professional level. Because when I go play, I mean, I'm giving my everything, I'm giving my heart, I'm giving my all so that people can kind of feel like they're in Texas when they come and see our band. Um, and, and it's not about, you know, who's better or what's better. I mean, some bands have the attitude, let's just do this for the weekend. We're just, we're just here to make a little bit of money and just, and just play. But it, when it comes to my band and, and, and all the guys know, you know, we take it seriously, professionally, but I always tell them, don't forget to have fun when you're up there because if you lose that, you lose you know what you're there for and and, you know ultimately because you want to have fun when you're doing anything and if you're not having fun doing it you might as well just turn everything off and go home yeah 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 tell me about your your brother isaiah and your sister nicolina because i know like i mentioned in the early part of the show i remember Mm -hmm. seeing you guys so young performing at a graduation party probably like 30 years ago and you were in saginaw at a hall and I thought, wow, you know, they're so young to be performing so professionally. Tell me about them. Yeah. Okay, well, first of all, let's start with my sister. Um, when she was about 12 years old, she, um, she would go with us, and she wanted to sing. or she, she didn't know what to do because she would just sit there, me, my brother, my dad, my mom, all of us would play, but my sister would just sit there. And my dad said, you know, because she told my dad, I'm, I'm just tired of going with you guys and just sitting there. And he goes, well, learn how to play something, or, or what do you want to do? And she goes, I want to sing. So we started her, you know, same way with is, is anything else, with one song, and then, and then she had two songs, and then uh, people started requesting her to sing more, and then she wanted to sing, and then she wanted to sing more, and so she was singing half the night. She would sing half the night. I would sing half the night. My brother would sing. You know, my dad, everybody was singing then, and my mom. And then um, in 19, I believe it was 1992 or 1993, right before Selena passed, and a lot of people don't know this, and I don't tell a lot of people this because, first of all, they don't either believe us or um, they don't, you know, think it's true, but... 
um, she went to Texas and auditioned for Selena Quintanilla and Los Dinos. And when Selena, Suzette, A.B., and Abraham, uh, the four of them were at Abraham's house, and um, she auditioned that night, and they asked her that day, uh, do you want to start traveling and singing with us? So, uh, uh, true story, my sister did go down to Texas, audition for Selena Quintanilla and Los Dinos, and uh, actually Selena, not to, you know, not to boast or anything, um, but Selena did ask me if, if I would be willing to go down and, and be, you know, start with her band um, along with my sister, because she didn't have a accordion player at the time, and she wanted a accordion player, and I turned her down, and I said, no, um, I don't know where my life would have went if I did take that opportunity, but um, I've, I've done pretty well um, with not going down there and doing all that, because with my mindset, I had a different goal, goals in mind, and, and, you know, to work here in Michigan, and to find a job where I could provide for my family and stuff like that, so with all that said, um, I, I turned her down. I said no, um, but my sister ended up touring with them for about six months, and um, the rest is history. And I told my sister, you know, once Selena passed, I said, no one can ever take away what, what you have done. And I said, and nobody can ever duplicate what you have done. And I said, you, you should be proud of that, you know. And she was very, very young. And I remember uh, Abraham uh, calling my, my dad. Um, I actually talked with Selena on the phone one time, and then my dad talked with her dad so that um, my sister could go to Mexico because she was underage and they needed consent from my parents. And uh, my dad and mom had to get consent for her to go to Mexico. Yeah. And she sang in front of like uh, 80,000 or 100,000 people. Yeah, she, I, and, uh, she's in that video from, with Selena performing, Selena and Los Dinos performing at the Monterrey Mexico concert yep. in uh, yep. Nicolina is in there. Now, you know her again as sister, but... Uh, yeah. Give us her full name. I just said it. It's it's uh, it's Nicole Renee Bursiaga. Um and then uh, Selena Los Dinos gave her the name Nicolina because her name her first name is Nicole. Um and they wanted it. That's what Selena and uh, I, I believe Suzette and Abby came up with. Um and her her stage name is Nicolina and um she's known you know throughout the Midwest. She's known uh, even in Texas and even in Mexico um, because you know she has performed with Selena. Um, many on many occasions so and that's the story of my sister and my brother um when uh we stopped playing about 10 years ago because uh, my dad had retired and he didn't want to go on the road anymore it was, it was a lot we'd been on the road already at that point for like 25 years um so my brother ended up starting his band uh, about three or four years ago and um he he had called me uh last year and said uh hey would you like to just kind of put what we're doing together again instead of having two separate bands, him doing his thing, my, me doing my thing. And uh, we came to the conclusion, yeah, it sounds good. Let's do it. Let's put it together. So uh, he's come back. He's, you know, it's, it's our band. It's his band and my band. Um, it's got my name on it because he basically came to my band. But um, I want to give him credit, you know, because he's a great singer, great producer, um, good songwriter. He actually is a drummer. Um, and he's been playing drums since he was like four years old. Um, and he gets that from my dad and, you know, in my, my grandpa's, you know, uh, side. So, um, great musician, great talent. Uh, I can't say, you know, enough about him and I'm glad to have him back in the band singing and performing alongside with me. It's a pleasure to have him back with me. Okay. So the return of Isaiah Bursiaga is coming to Saginaw, 
uh, yes, Friday yes, Night sir. Live on July 30th. And then yes. I have an announcement to make as well, because that okay. night on July 30th, the after party, after Friday Night Live is done around 9 o'clock, the Union Civica Mexicana will have the bad boys, Gabriel and Isaiah Bruciaga, performing yes. at the historic Union Civica Mexicana. So we can continue the party. We can continue the dance, the music, the the friendships that we have. Because I know every year everybody's like, okay, it's too early to go home, 9 o'clock. Where can we go? And we look for somewhere to go. So this year... Uh, I talked, I called up Gabriel, I said, hey, we need an after party, and we decided to go ahead and go forward at the Union Civica Mexicana. So we're really excited about having you, you know, uh, perform at the Civica again, just like you did this past week with uh, Stephanie Montiel and Gabriel Savala. I mean, you guys are just making a real connection here in Saginaw. This is going to this is going to be your home base soon, right? Oh yeah, we're <laughs> ready. We're ready. We we love we would love to come back. Um thank you for the offer. Um it is a pleasure always to go to Saginaw and I would just like to invite everybody uh, July 30th on the after party at the Union Civica there with Larry Rorazda and all the all the committee and it's going to be a pleasure being there and performing for you all. We hope that you guys come out, you guys support um, your local bands and local Tejano and Conjunto, and uh, we, we're bringing it to you the best week very, you know, we can. We've been practicing, we've been preparing, and we're excited to see Saginaw and see everybody from Saginaw, Michigan on July 30th at the, at the after party at the Union Civica starting around 9 o'clock, running to 12 o'clock July 30th. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm, I'm excited for you guys because... I know you guys have been doing this a long time, and you what a, what a story! I mean, that was really interesting to hear some of the background in in terms of of course Selena. You know, any connection to Selena is is major, and you guys were really oh, yeah. a part of that during that that heyday of Tejano music back in the early '90s. And unfortunately, yep. we you know we lost her, and uh, uh, we've we've continued on. But it's it's just amazing that there was that Michigan connection uh like you said earlier though you know your your grandfather had started in houston i believe in texas which is really close to you know where the dinos were with abraham quintanilla and his history and uh and then you know you guys moved your family moved to michigan and yet there was still that connection back down in texas because as you as you know in those days um you know the heyday which i'll call the heyday you know they had uh, labels that were they were signing to like Capitol Records and uh, EMI and they had the tour buses and they had the promotion and we had CDs mm-hmm. that were selling uh, yeah. in, even here in Michigan you know and things have changed things have evolved through the years and I am just really happy to see that Gabriel Bruciaga is still out there jamming performing a big part of the the local music michigan tejano conjunto scene and it's just going to be awesome that we're going to be able to come back and party with you on the on the 30th again because as you know as we all know 2020 was a hell of a year and we're coming out of that uh, darkness if you will and it's it's just a feel good feeling and i like you gabriel I feel great when I see the people, you know, dancing and having a good time. And some of them got their cowboy hats on and they're on the dance floor smiling. And it just seems different. Um, we've had a yeah. few dances. It seems different now because people are really appreciating 
you yes. know, yes. The, maybe yes. we took it for granted, you know, going to the dances prior to March of 2020. But we're back yes. after 15 months, and we're just loving the the camaraderie ship, the 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 love that we have for the the Tejano Conjunto music and performers like you and your brother, and we're welcoming you back with open arms. We appreciate that very much, and uh, we hope to see you guys soon. Um, you guys take care. God bless everyone, and everybody be safe. And uh, like I said, once again, it's a pleasure to be coming back to Saginaw, Michigan, and performing for all the people and surrounding areas. Whoever's you know interested in coming, you're more than welcome. Come out, come and you know bring your families and come and enjoy uh, July 30th. We'll be downtown uh, for the Friday Night Live, mm-hmm. and then after afterwards, uh, we'll be at the Union Civica. July 30th, Friday night, uh, from 9 to 12, performing for everyone there. And it, we can't wait. We can't wait. Uh, before you go, i got to ask you this question. Yep. Yep. When, you look, mm-hmm. when, you, when you compare um, Saginaw to the other local communities, and I'm not trying to knock any other community. I just, I just want to no, get no, a no. feel for, you know, what do you see out there in terms of whether you're in Toledo, Ohio, Adrian, Michigan, Lansing, Michigan. You, you just were in another uh, Ohio town just recently with uh, Jaime mm-hmm. Mancha and family. Tell tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about that experience in playing around the area. Every time we go to Saginaw, we get a great response to our music that we play, um, and we get that uh, in in a lot of places. There's just a few places. There's Lansing, and we get that in Holland, where the people are like expecting and waiting for us to start. And I tell you what, when we come to Saginaw, it's the same way there, um, just like when we play Lansing in Holland, Michigan. When we show up, we, we're, we set up, we're ready to go. When we start playing, man, the people just come out and they just get on the dance floor, and there's just a great response there, like there are in many other places you know, that we play. Uh, I was just like that in Toledo. We had a really good turnout there. We were with the, the Conjunto Cats uh, last Friday night. Um, we had a good, good turnout. Uh, a lot of people, and everybody enjoyed themselves. So it's 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 always a pleasure to play in Saginaw. And every time we get to go to Saginaw, it, it's we get, I get excited. I get excited because it reminds me of old times, but it reminds me that I'm making new memories too. You know, with people. Because one one thing that I remember going to, uh, playing there um, a couple years ago, and uh, one guy came up to me and goes, "Were you the guy that was the little kid that used to play?" Like thirty years ago, I said, yeah, I'm the guy. I'm the see when when they tell me that, even though I'm older and I'm in a different time in my life, but it still touches my heart to see people come up to us and say, "Aren't you guys the little kids that used to play twenty some years ago?" And and when people remember that, that's what I want my legacy to be. When I, when I'm gone and I'm you know I'm, I've done my thing. I want people to remember the little kids used to get up there and play their hearts out, and then they became a little bit older and they still were playing their hearts out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> you know. You know what? When you when you when you're mentioning that, I'm thinking back in 1997. Mi Gente yeah. magazine was relatively new. We are, I think, two years old at the time. But I threw the uh-huh. the Tejano Michigan showcase, um, and we had five different bands, I think, and. And you guys were part of that, uh, Nicolina and the yes. Bad Boys, it was called at the yes. time. We had Johnny Vasquez there with his band, and we had uh, yep. we had a number of different ones from all throughout the state of Michigan. It was an awesome yeah. show. And Gabriel, I'm talking almost 25 years ago. Can you believe that? It's a long time ago. 
And when you sit down and think about it, it kind of makes you sad because you're, you, of how old you're getting. <laughs> yeah. But I, the thing was for us is we started so young. When I tell people we've been playing 25 years, they go, man, you must be like 60 or 70. And I go, no, no, no. I'm only in my 40s. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that amazing? So, yeah. So it, it's, I'm glad that we were able to play, you know, back then, now, and even into the future, you know. Yeah. You just get it, so. Yeah, and, we're, I, and, we're and, and do you got do you have kids that are uh, also in training now? I have two boys um, that play music. They're they're musically talented, but they have gone different directions with their music. But they're still playing. Uh, they still play music, but they they don't want to do the Tejano and Conjunto scene, which is fine. You know, I've never pushed them um, to, and um, whatever they choose, whatever path, um, I, I back them up a hundred percent. Uh, and I just say, you know, enjoy it. Make have yeah. fun. Make yeah. have fun. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Gabriel Bruciaga, for being on Mi Gente on Air. We look forward to having you in Saginaw for Friday Night Live as well as the after party. And we're excited because we're all celebrating. We're enjoying life. We're enjoying music. And we thank you for coming and being a part of our event here in Saginaw. Until next week, I will see you again. I'm Larry Rodarte with Mi Gente on Air. <laughs>